everyone. Um, I'm going to be doing this news roundup by myself because Chris and I, our schedules haven't been lining up. That's also why we haven't been able to do our usual Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes for episodes three and four. So he can't be here right now to record with me. But what we're going to do is we're going to record a segment at the end where we react to some of the newest trailers together. And I'll add that on. So you'll hear him at the end. And hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll get to do more Falcon and Winter Soldier and do the WandaVision Awards. So sorry about that. Our schedules are weird. So we're going to try to figure that out. Um, But I can assure you that stuff, good stuff is coming. So I'm going to go through just all the news and talk about my thoughts on it. I'm going to start with casting like I usually do. Dallas Liu has joined um, has joined Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi in the mystery role. That's interesting. He, Dallas Liu, is not, there's not, he's playing a mystery character. So I'm just glad more news on Shang-Chi. I'm eagerly awaiting a trailer. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is co-starring with Harrison Ford. She's joining the cast. Um, in Indiana Jones 5. That's interesting to me because Indiana Jones 5 is something I'm very hesitant about. I kind of won't believe it till I see it, but um, but this could be something great or this movie could be really bad like some of the other Indiana Jones movies. What I am excited about is the director, James Mangold, who is known for directing, I believe he directed Logan, which was amazing. Yeah, he's the Logan director, and he directed Ford versus Ferrari, which was amazing. So I have high hopes for this Indiana Jones 5, but I am a little bit reluctant. So then Black Adam has had a few castings. Uh, Bodhi Sabongui, I might have mispronounced the name, but has been added in a key role. Um, we don't know much about him. He's joining the cast. Who else? Let's see what other... So that's interesting to see more stuff coming out about Black Adam. Also, James Kusadi Moyer has joined the cast of Black Adam. He's currently nominated for a Tony Award. I don't know much about him. It's a secret role, so that's interesting. Black Adam has officially started filming, which is cool. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie. And then She-Hulk, the She-Hulk Disney Plus series, has cast Renee Elise Goldsberry, in the show as a mystery character she is best known for playing i believe angelica in the original cast of hamilton i'm looking forward to this show i'm very interested to see how a kind of a legal comedy is going to work and how they're going to do kind of the look of she hulk in the show so then also faran akhtar has been cast in in miss marvel in a mystery role which is just cool to see more more Middle Eastern, more, I believe he's Indian, more Indian actors um, in Marvel and in big superhero um, properties. Olga, according to the direct, this was reported by the direct.com, Olga Korylenko will be appearing in Black Widow. I'm guessing based on her age and her looks that she's going to be one of the Black Widow, one of the Red Room uh, kind of villains of the show that we've seen in the trailers. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so then next up, that's all the casting I see right now. So let's look at some of the DC stuff. A Green Lantern's core movie and Supergirl film are reportedly set to release in the next three years. That's really interesting. This is coming from The Hollywood Reporter. 
they're still on track for a 2022 to 2023 release. Hmm. And that's really interesting, huh? I wonder when we're going to be getting some announcements about these movies, because for some of the other projects, we've already had like writers and directors and we've heard almost nothing. This is my first time even hearing about these. So that's super interesting. Um, of course, Black Adam's begun filming. I've mentioned that already. And then the big one, which was a few days ago, was that DC Films is shelving New Gods with Ava DuVernay and The Trench with James Wan. For those who don't know, New Gods was going to focus on Darkseid and be more of the kind of more powerful characters of the DC universe. And The Trench was going to be more of a horror movie focusing on that aspect of Aquaman. This is just kind of a bummer. I was especially looking forward to see what they did with New Gods. But, and I think a cool, a DC horror, horror type movie could be really cool. But I mean, I think if they're doing, if they need to do this to get their act together, to get things organized, then I understand it because DC has been very disorganized for a while. And it seems like they're starting to get things under control and, and maybe streamline a little bit. So then moving on to some more Marvel, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is rumored for an animated Marvel show on possibly on Hulu, it looks like. Maybe that could be awesome. An R-rated Deadpool series with Ryan Reynolds voicing the character just sounds really cool and really fun. So I would love to see that. The big one was that Netflix paid Sony a huge amount to get the streaming rights for all the Sony Marvel movies. I believe all the Sony movies. Yeah, all the Sony movies after 2021, starting in 2022. So that means... A lot of the, I'm especially thinking about the Spider-Man movies, the the other Sony-verse Spider-Man movies, like the Sony Marvel-verse of like Morbius, Venom, all that are going to be on Netflix. So it'll be interesting to have Marvel movies on Netflix and on Disney Plus kind of spread around. But it's it's been like that for a while. So as long, it's not really a huge deal for me. This one interested me. So John Woo is producing a live action adaptation of Stan Lee's Monkey Master. So Monkey Master is a superhero story created by Stan Lee and a collaborator Um, in the film. It's a a film that will follow a New York City archaeologist, Lee Yong, who discovers an ancient prophecy about the Chinese legend of the Monkey King that brings him to India, where he he uncovers a hidden power that transforms him into a modern-day superhero, the Monkey Master. So it's going to be it's going to be very much about Chinese and Indian cultures. That's really interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this. It seems like a very interesting concept, and it could be awesome. So next up, this is more general. There's some Star Wars stuff, kind of a mix. So Netflix bought the Knives Out sequels for about $450 million. That's not the exact number which means that the Knives Out sequels will be going on Netflix. If you haven't seen Knives Out, it came out in 2019, and it's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so good, and it's so unexpectedly good that I went to the theater with very low expectations, and I absolutely loved it. So I'm very much looking forward to Knives Out 2 and 3. This is awesome for Daniel Craig and Ryan Johnson, the director and star, um, who are getting like $100 million each for this. Uh, good for them. The thing is, though, it kind of sets a bad precedent. The fact that they're paying this much to the stars before even they're putting the the actors over the story in a way. 
I think this is not a financially smart move, but it's I think it's Netflix showing that they're serious and they they want to maintain their spot as the head, the lead of the streaming game. So then in addition to a lot of the other Star Wars Legends properties that are coming to Disney Plus, Star Wars Droids has been announced, um, which will also be part of the it's now called the Star Wars Vintage Collection on Disney Plus. And I think that's I think it's pretty cool that they're doing this because a lot of this stuff hasn't been seen by a lot of people. Okay, and then also Disney Plus's show The Right Stuff has been canceled after one season due to National Geographic changing their strategic focus. I actually really enjoyed the show. I saw it. It's kind of a bummer, but the fact that it looks like Warner Brothers is actually shopping around this show to other platforms, so I'm hoping it gets picked up and that this is not the end of The Right Stuff because it's a really good show. So then the news came out that Sylvester Stallone will not be coming back to play Rocky Balboa in Creed 3. And this is interesting to me because he sort of had a complete story at the end of Creed 2. So I guess this makes sense. I'm not too upset, although it would have been kind of cool to see him again. Um, But I love the first Creed and I really enjoyed the second one. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Creed 3. Also, there was news that Sylvester Stallone is developing a Rocky prequel series and I am waiting for more details to to think about that, to judge that, because that that could be amazing, but also kind of horrible. Also, um, Chris Pratt has filmed a science film, a sci-fi film called The Tomorrow War, which Amazon Prime Video bought for $200 and it's going to be dropping July 2nd. It was a huge purchase by Amazon and I'm looking forward to seeing what this movie is and what it's about. A couple more things. Um, Dune, which was going to be on HBO Max now, is being reconsidered to be only in theaters and not on HBO Max. And this makes perfect sense. Looking at the Godzilla versus Kong box office, it's doing so well in theaters um, that every studio executive right now is reconsidering movies they may have announced for streaming because seeing how good the numbers are right now. So I think this will happen, and I think Dune will have a traditional release, and it won't be on HBO Max at first. Uh, Next up is that uh, a new untitled Star Trek movie produced by by, um, J.J. Abrams has been announced for 2023. I know nothing about Star Trek, but I'm not the biggest J.J. Abrams fan, and I know a lot of people aren't. And I've heard a lot of negative reactions to this. So I don't know. Let me know what you think if you are a Star Trek fan, because I I know next to nothing about it. Warner Media has come out and said they're not releasing its films simultaneously on theaters and HBO Max starting in 2022. We just said that this might not, not even happen with Dune. So I think they're saying that and I think they believe it. But I think eventually over time it will shift to a more maybe not simultaneous but to the point where movies are going on HBO Max very quickly after being in theaters so this is the last piece of news but um, if I am editing this later and something else happens I'll just record that and edit right after this Um, Mission Impossible 7 and Top Gun Maverick Top Gun Maverick and Dungeons and Dragons have all been delayed including a including seven other Paramount movies. 
they're all being pushed back a little bit. I'm not going to go through all the dates. It's just a bummer that more delays and hopefully things seem to be looking up with the box office. So I'm hoping things go better with that. So that's all I have now. You'll hear me right after this. If there's something else that any other breaking news, I'll talk about that after. And then after that or next, um, you're going to hear Chris will join me and we're going to go over the Loki trailer, the new Black Widow trailer and the Cruella trailer. Here's either me again with more news or Chris and I with the trailers. Hey, everyone. So that last part was recorded about a week, a little more than a week ago from now. So as you can imagine, there's been some more news, not too much. So I'll go through that quickly. And then you'll hear me and Chris, our reactions to some of the new trailers. So first of all, Murphy's Multiverse is reporting that John Favreau is returning to play his role of Happy Hogan in Spider-Man No Way Home. I think that's just cool. It's nice getting to see check in on these um, characters, especially someone like Happy Hogan, who has been in the MCU for a very long time. I'm sure this is only going to be a tiny role with the amount of characters in this movie and with how busy John Favreau will be with all these Star Wars shows and things in development. So this is just a nice, nice kind of bonus to an already really exciting looking movie. So next up, uh, Gabriel Luna has joined HBO's The Last of Us series. I know Gabriel. I saw him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and in Terminator Dark Fate, and I think he's a fantastic actor. I'm looking forward to seeing him get more roles because I he always stood out as a really great actor who was very underrated. So this is cool. Okay, next up. Comic book writer Ed Brubaker, who wrote the Gotham Central comic book series, has claimed the Batman spinoff series for HBO Max will be the James Gordon show. I think it sounds awesome. I'm really looking I'm really looking forward to this Batman movie and I'm looking forward to a spinoff show. But right now I'm thinking about the movie before I think about the spinoff. So next up, if you didn't know, Disney is making a reboot of Home Alone. Starring the kid from Jojo Rabbit, who's a fantastic actor. Keenan Thompson, who's going to be in the movie, said they're very close to finishing it. Apparently, they've been filming and they already had a script and they're almost done filming, which surprised me because I didn't even realize they started filming. But um, I'm very hesitant on a Home Alone reboot because the original is such a classic. But I guess we'll see. We'll see what, what happens with that. Also, uh, Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel, has said that Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness, will finish filming. It's on its final week. So it'll be done probably by the time this this podcast comes out. This surprised me, too, because it didn't feel like it's been filming for long, even though it has been. I'm just really looking forward to this movie. Um, It sounds amazing. I can't wait to see Doctor Strange and Wanda again and to see where the story goes. So if you don't know the show Community, it's a sitcom, kind of a cult classic sitcom that I really loved. And Yvette Nicole Brown, one of the stars, said they are making a reunion movie and it's coming. She said, reunion movie, quote, is coming. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I loved Community. I thought it was such a weird, different, funny sitcom. And I think it's extremely underrated. So I'll definitely watch some sort of reunion movie. Next up, uh, Marvel's She-Hulk Disney Plus show has started filming. This is cool. I'm sure we'll get more casting stuff, some set pictures, and some stuff coming out about that since they've begun. 
this one was interesting. There was a leaked photo of a poster for What If, which is the Marvel animated series. And the poster had some characters that we hadn't seen before that we didn't know were going to be on the show on it. And that poster, you can look it up on the internet if you want to see it, but the poster had Peggy Carter, who was confirmed, T'Challa as Star-Lord, who was confirmed, Thor, Doctor Strange, The Watcher, who were all confirmed, and then Black Widow, Killmonger, and Gamora. So I'm, it's, I think this sounds awesome, just seeing the variety of characters who will be in the show. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Marvel Studios' first animated project. So more casting, Mo Amer has joined Black Adam. I'm really looking forward to Black Adam. There's been a lot of stuff going on with it because they've started filming. Also, Samina Ahmed has been cast in Miss Marvel, which is cool. Um, Lucy Liu has been cast in Shazam 2. Ali Khan has joined Miss Marvel. Um, Mo Amer has joined Black Adam. So it's mainly Black Adam and Miss Marvel right now. Pilu Aspek. I may have pronounced that wrong, but um, has been cast in in Aquaman 2. And there's been a little bit more with Black Adam. I'm going to stop going through every single one because there's just so many. But one I did want to mention, and this one really stood out, Mads Mikkelsen has been cast in the main villain role for Indiana Jones 5. This is amazing and gets me so much more excited for this movie. Mads Mikkelsen is a fantastic actor. And he plays an amazing villain. He's known for playing villain roles. And he's just a he's he's one of the best villain actors out there. And I think this was so smart of of Lucasfilm to hire him because I think he's gonna be a great villain. And then finally, the final piece of news I have is spoilers. This is full a spoilery piece of news for Falcon the Winter Soldier, episode five. Yeah, so if you haven't seen that, tune out now. Maybe skip ahead two minutes. So if you don't know, I'm going to talk about this with Chris or talk about this more later. But um, but Madame Hydra, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, showed up in that episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it came out through Vanity Fair that that character was originally supposed to debut in Black Widow and be introduced in Black Widow so that you'd know the character by Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I think that just makes sense. It makes logical sense. And now the way it was phrased, though, it's unclear whether that character is currently in Black Widow or if they cut her out but I'm hoping we get to see more of her in Black Widow in and in whatever the future holds um, there will be a lot more speculation on that character's role and on that character's future coming up in another episode but for right now that's all the news I am now going to pass it off to me and Chris and we will be reacting to the Cruella trailer the new Black Widow trailer and the Loki trailer Okay, so Chris is with me now, and we just watched the new Black Widow trailer. Um, what did you think of the trailer? It just makes me super, super excited to see like her past and where she came from. And I think I saw her sister or mm-hmm. friend with her. And it's interesting because they actually don't talk about Black Widow's past very much. Mm-hmm. Um, in the previous Avengers, like you go into the Avengers movies and you know about Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Bruce Banner, but you don't really know where Black Widow came from. And so I think we're going to finally get a sense of that. She kind of hinted at it in one of the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah. yeah, I'm just excited to see where 
and like where she lived and how how she came to be and also i'm just so excited to see those fight scenes because some yeah. of the coolest marvel fight scenes have black widow in it with that hand-to-hand combat with their stunts and i just want to see more of it yeah i i couldn't agree more i think um because we've gotten like in age of ultron was the one where there was a tiny bit about her past but it really was very vague and it will be i'm I'm hoping there's lots of flashbacks and we get to learn a lot about this kind of i don't think they're biological but this kind of family found family she made with her sister and with what are like parental figures and then the fight scenes look awesome and i'm just excited to see what sort of choreography and what what level of fight scenes there's going to be in this do you have anything else to add or do you want to move on yeah it's delayed this movie long enough yeah and i'm just dying to see it yeah this movie was originally going to come out last may may of 2020 and it's been delayed over and over i'm fine i'm glad there's finally a date and we know it's coming out on that date there's going to be no more delays so so the two other ones are there's cruella which is like the new you know how disney's been doing like live action remakes of their animated movies um this is based on Cruella DeVille, who was the villain of 101 Dalmatians. There's that, and then there's um, the Loki trailer. So which one do you want to do first? Oh, I recently saw the live action for the 101 Dalmatians. Oh, there's a new... Oh, this is a different yeah, one. I saw, yeah, I saw her too. Um, she yeah. Okay, so do you want to do that first and then Loki? Sure. Okay, so what did you think of that one? That definitely gave off a much different vibe than most Disney movies. It started to give like a creepy, yeah. but kind of playful vibe at the same time. The, totally. ending, the ending music was a little bit strange. Mm-hmm. Um, Cruella seems like the type of cold, creepy lady. <laughs> um, she just seems really like evil she only cares about herself super cold and i, I don't know does this will this explain her backstory or I, will this I, yeah. just be a story I'm, i think this is going to be like her backstory oh well i'm sure it'll be interesting for disney fans to see how she came to be i guess mm-hmm. um i don't know a whole lot about her in yeah general. i don't either yeah yeah so for me before a trailer, I couldn't have cared less about this. But after seeing, I really liked the vibe of the trailer. I liked the kind of creepy. She's kind of like a more PG, kind of like a kind of like a, a Harley Quinn or something. A less inappropriate, a more Disney-fied Harley Quinn or something like that. And I really like the kind of creepy, playful, like you said, the vibe of it. So I'm interested to see kind of how it is. Um, do you have anything to add? And then the last one is the Loki trailer. Uh, we can just see Loki now. Okay. Okay, so we just saw the Loki trailer. What did you think of that one? The, the whole setting and the background of it is just really different mm-hmm. than what we're used to. So he's going to get punished for rewriting the timeline. Mm-hmm. So my question is, who are these people? Monitoring yeah. the timeline, and then they have that giant stack of papers with everything he's ever said like is this on like what planet is this on? that's is this a on really good Earth? question like are these are these people like actually human or yeah. are they some other species and then how is he going to 
he already broke the timeline and created like an alternate one. So how is he going to bring it back? That's my question. Yeah. Um, I thought it, um, there were a bunch of funny moments. So I think Marvel's going to do a good job with making it entertaining. But yeah, I'm excited to see like where he goes, how mm-hmm. he does it, and who those people are monitoring the timeline. Because if there are like superior people that see everything that happens, you know, this could really be something that Marvel carries on into like the next movie. Yeah. This could be something that the Avengers face or whatever. And then another question is whose side is Loki really on? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it, it um what we know is that this I guess it's an organization and they're called the Time Variance Authority. And then everything else is just what's in this trailer that he said, I think we monitor the timelines or something, but it seems like really interesting. I just think this looks awesome. It looks like time traveling, planet hopping, like all these different locations, different characters. Is he working for them? I'm sure there's going to be all these twists where he betrays them or I'm just very like, there's very little plot details. So I'm really interested to see really what is this about? And I have no read on where this is going to go. Like something like Falcon and Winter Soldier it's more straightforward in that you can kind of guess that Falcon will become Captain America at the end and you can make predictions right now for this. I have no idea. I have no like basis to make predictions on. Well, I think it's hard to make predictions on this one. I mean, it's Loki. He does unpredictable things. He switches sides a lot. Um, We don't really have a motive set in stone like who's going to be the bad guy mm-hmm. um, where he's going to go what he's going to do we don't even know who's giving the orders so i think that this is pretty much impossible to predict yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to this i love how the variety and seeing something like the black widow which is going to be more grounded like hand-to-hand combat and then something like this is which couldn't be more different um so i just love the variety Thank you, everyone, for listening. I know this is sort of a weird episode because I did some of it and then Chris joined me for the end. But um, thank you for listening. Uh, Let us know what you think by leaving feedback. There's a couple ways to do that. All the options are in the description. You've heard us say it many times. And then also, if you haven't, we have a form in the description where you can submit topics or questions. And at the beginning of episodes, if we get questions or topics, we can address them and answer them. And you can ask us questions, give us your theories, your thoughts on whatever shows or movies are coming out or anything. So um, feel free to fill that out as many times as you'd like. And thank you for listening. And, um, and we'll see you next time.